all right. Yeah. All right. Welcome to EWO. Fresh off of um, the Royal Rumble this past Saturday, as we have a new EWO world champion, and we're lucky enough to have him join us today. We got the homie Hezzy J, now a two time EWO champion. Yeah, that's right, Jim. Look at this guy. Kobe had a good run. Um, and even though Kobe couldn't actually make it to the Rumble itself, since he was the champion, we still put his numbers in so he would have a chance of retaining. Didn't happen. As a added, uh, Hezzy's our new champion. Um, and Hezzy was the one that had Cody as his number to win. And Charles had Rhea Ripley in the women's, but Charles picked LA Knight in the, in the pitch black match. That shit didn't go right. Uh, he also didn't pick Cody to win the Rumble for some reason. So if he did that, he probably would have been the new champ. But you know what? No, I screwed myself. Considering yeah. that I was like, I, I, I wanted my storyline to be right. So I changed my rumble. Yeah, no, I was going to say a lot of people wanted Sammy. He wasn't even in the match. Yeah. Honestly, that, that, that would have been a good storyline, too. I'm not even going to lie to you. You definitely but uh, I got I got some words to say to our our new so-called champion. So I, I just uh, I'm I'm riding around the town right now with the with the people of the EWO the the one warrior nation if, if you could say the one ego nation for us and I have to say I, I've been to the pharmacy today right I picked up a prescription and on that long ass prescription paper. It said at the top, 5,000 milligrams of what, you may ask? 5,000 milligrams. Well, I got something to tell you, boy. That's 5,000 milligrams of whoop-ass. I got several cans of it. And I'm telling you right here, right now, I'm coming for your goddamn title. We are coming for you, homie. Take that one back home to your friends. Sound kind of... Come for me. Um. <laughs> Wait, so if, if you have the prescriptions of whoop ass, does that mean it's it opens up on you? Or is it I open you? the can on who I feel. Okay. It's prescribed to you because only you can open it. <laughs> Never seen someone fuck up a promo so quickly in my life. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, the Rumble was this past Saturday. Uh, the women's was pretty all right. Um, the men's was really good, um, except for uh, some, some of the surprises were predictable. Um, Edge returning one surprise, and Booker T was just fucking dumb because uh, you could have given that spot to literally anyone from NXT. Because I, 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 I see way too much of Booker T for me to be like, yo, he's in the Rumble. I missed him. No, I see you a lot. Go away. That is but, you know what? I, I, I'll give him this. I, as a wrestler, I do miss him. Because as a kid, I looked up to Booker T because he was like the only black wrestler that was like doing anything. Mm-hmm. 
Also, um, shout out to Gunther, now the longest, uh, has spent the longest time in a 30-man Royal Rumble with an hour and 11 minutes. Just only five minutes off from passing the all-time so we can stop pretending like the greatest Royal Rumble fucking exists. But anyways, uh, still a big accomplishment, but the Rumble aside, uh, the Pitch Black match was kind of fucking terrible, but... That would another. That's just another thing for another day. Um, we'll go ahead and get into wrestling of the week. This upcoming Saturday, we got NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. This is the first big NXT Takeover outside of Orlando. That's like not a part of like WrestleMania or whatever the fuck. Like it's its own separate takeover going far away. And it's even then, it's its first one out of Orlando in a good couple of months. So. It's a big day for NXT. Um, so yeah, no rest for the weary. Our new champions have, having to defend almost immediately. But yeah, that's, 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 that's always, I always get that short end of the stick. You know, yeah. that Kobe is making <laughs> have a two, two month like, <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. I always, I always cut the cool promos before and then like eat shit on my predictions. It's all right. Uh, Candice LeRae didn't win the Rumble, but your heart was in the right place. Um, My first thought was Rhea, but I'm like, that's too... Everyone's going to say Rhea. Everyone else did say Rhea. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, clearly it was going to be Rhea. I just wanted to be right. Yeah. Um... So yeah, uh, I mean it's not as bad. It's not as bad as Charles, who had to defend his his title like uh, like like twenty minutes. The after same his night. Yeah, so could always be worse. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and get to the predictions for uh, Vit- NXT Takeover Vengeance Day uh, later on in the show. For now, we'll go ahead and get into the wrestling of the week. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, like my throat's kind of fucked up, so I'll try to get through this somewhat quickly. Um, so last week SmackDown was the night before the Rumble, so it was all pretty much just hyping up the Rumble. As we mentioned, uh, Rey Mysterio fought Karrion Cross in a match that was, like, pretty mid, because I gotta say, Karrion Cross, I don't know if it's always, or just in this match specifically, but that's this man has to be one of the slowest-moving wrestlers I've ever seen, at he, least he, in this match. He's really fucking slow. He sure is, and I'm pretty sure he's always been, but I think there's, like, something about Like Ray fucking puts him like he does the thing where he kicks he kicks him in the back and he's supposed to like stumble towards the ropes. He does it so slowly, and it's also the reason Ray Mysterio, who was my fucking number by the way, I get I draw Ray Mysterio number seventeen doesn't even fucking show up, and they didn't even cut to the camera. Oh, Ray's hurt. Nothing. Apparently, the reason for that is surprise, surprise. Karrion Cross hurt someone in uh in this match. Wait, I don't think oh Karrion Cross is usually the one that gets hurt. Whatever. I'm about to say, wait, Karrion isn't known for injuring people. Whatever. Ray's hurt again because he just had a fucking foot injury. So he didn't I've had several of, surgeries on my left foot, I guess. That's yeah. gonna be the new name. He's he's fucked up again. So but um yeah, Ray missed the rumble. Hopefully he'll be healed up in time for Mania because that uh that um Dom versus Ray match I'm actually looking forward to. 
Uh, after this, they had Austin Theory come out, basically just had everyone that's in the Rumble come out and be like, I'm going to win, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. And they and Poppy Lashley beat the fuck out of everybody. And then Brock Lesnar beat the fuck out of everybody. And that was that. Uh, Lacey Evans debuted her new gimmick. She's like an army person now. And the only difference now is that she uses the uh, the Cobra Clutch as her finisher. Like she's fucking Sergeant Slaughter. And she just says, salute me. And that's, that's really it. Kind of silly. Um... After that, we have the uh, semifinal for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Contenders Tournament. That's a mouthful. Uh, it was supposed to be the Banger Bros taking on Hit Row, also known as uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. And then they and Kayfabe got hurt, and the Viking Raiders attacked them, even though they both of them were in the match for the Rumble a really long time, not even 24 hours later. So, way to sell that injury. But, um... Yeah. Selling? What's that? Anyways, the, the the team of Braun Strowman and Ricochet took their place because, I guess, bald men unite. And, uh, they beat Hit Row. And so now, Strowman and Ricochet are going to the finals. Cool. Why? What, what a weird, dumb team. Yeah, I, I don't know. After this, uh, LA Knight comes out and he he comes out dressed up like Bray Wyatt. He plays his old theme. He has like a tiny ass toy lantern in his hand, <laughs> which is pretty funny. And he's like, "All right, enough of this shit." He takes it all night. He takes it off and just basically makes fun of Bray Wyatt building up to their match, which ended up being bad. But um, as much as I like Bray Wyatt, man, it's really fun to make fun of him every once in a while. Because as intelligent as he is, I feel like every time he has, like, a really big match, something weird happens, and no one likes it. Yep, and that's what happened Saturday, also. Uh, after this, we have the other semifinal on the other side of the coin for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Contenders Tournament. Mouthful. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma faced Imperium. Um, Imperium won in a pretty good match. Uh, these two teams have pretty good chemistry from other days in NXT and stuff. Uh, after this, we get Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa in the main event. Um, this is, oh, 24 hours before KO has to fight Roman. He's got to go through Solo. Wow. What a grueling match. Um, I think that's so funny until you realize, like, wrestlers literally like, wrestle, like, two times in, like, a night <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Also, I, I love the fact that anytime Solo, uh, not so, anytime uh, Kevin Owens wrestles someone, who doesn't wear shoes like Solo or Matt Riddle or someone, he always just stomps on their feet, which I find hilarious. Oh, yeah, definitely. He stomped on his feet. It was like, wear boots, you idiot. He yelled in the match. I thought that was funny. Um, Where, why are your grippers out, weirdo? Yeah. Uh, this this went to a no contest because Sami Zayn got involved. And then, um, and then Solo got laid out by the uh, pop-up powerbomb. And KO hit him with the chair. He was going to take out Sammy, and he spared him just to kind of all tie into the storyline going in. Is the pop-up powerbomb one of the coolest versions of a powerbomb you could ever do? I feel like it's like a top five, right? It's cool. It's a little silly because the wrestler has to jump up and put his hands on their shoulders. 
That's but, fair, but I also it, it's like it looks so violent when he does it. Like he gets so much like height and force depending on who's taking it. Uh, after this, we had Rampage. It opened up in a really good match between um, Hangman Adam Page and Wheeler Yuta. Just, I mean, sounds good to me, and it was a uh, solid, like, four stars. Pretty pretty good match. I mean, Wheeler Yuta is definitely growing. He doesn't need to win all the time, so him having these matches and one that he's obviously going to lose against a big star like Hangman uh, looks really cool. And also, Hangman... <laughs> Even hit the paradigm shift, uh, kind of mocking. Oh, that's mean. My man really had had RB ready, RB and Y. <laughs> yeah, he still was. Still was <laughs> My man's um, a showman. Uh, after this, uh, best friends and Dan Housen took on uh, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Satnam Singh, and just your classic. So you want to uh, hear a uh, a fun fact about Dan Housen? It's a my girlfriend has an alarm for like every day at one o'clock to go watch Danhausen. <laughs> she specific. I I don't know if it's the matches he does or if it's his YouTube channel, but I just think that it's really funny. I think it's both. It's funny to think that like out of all the wrestlers you could ever follow is Danhausen. Yeah, I mean, well. His following is... I know, he's really funny, and people really love him. I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Uh, this was pretty much just your classic uh, fun, fast six-man tag with the uh, Lethal Jarrett and Asadam Singh winning. Also, uh, and this, he... So they do ramp... They film Rampage right after Dynamite, so... For Jay Lethal to go out and have like a hell of an emotional match against uh, Mark Briscoe, and then like 20 minutes later do this silly six-man tag with Dan Housen and the best friends kind of shows his range. So, oh, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, powerhouse jobs. Uh, powerhouse hops beat a jobber. That's <laughs> why I said powerhouse jobs on accident. Powerhouse jobs is my new roast for him forever. <laughs> I mean, he, he beat a jobber, so yeah. Um, and that was that. Uh, Jamie Hader fought Emmy Sakura in a AW Women's World Title Eliminator match uh, to close the show. Uh, really good match. Uh, Hard hitting, as like you can expect from both these women. And Amy Soccer is still around. But I think she's she's always been on Dart. It's kind of one of AEW's best kept secrets because she hasn't been on actual TV much. Uh, but she's been killing it on Dark, and she had a really good match here as well. Let's uh, close out the show. So, yeah, Rampage pretty good. I'll go ahead and get into Raw, uh, which I did watch. I, I watched everything this week. I, I was. I was on top of my shit. Good man. Yeah. Pat myself on the back for that one. Uh, so I watched some like up. local Memphis wrestling, and that was it. <laughs> local Memphis. Seriously, me see. I was uh, I was watching their YouTube channel. Van Vicious wrestles there sometimes. Uh, that's fair. Shout out Van Vicious. Your um, girlfriend's favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So it opened up with Cody Rhodes. Um, 
cutting his promo and he hits his classic line, oh, what do you guys want to talk about? And uh, does his whole thing with WrestleMania and how he's dedicating it to his father. Blah, 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 blah. And that was pretty much that pretty good promo to open up, though. Uh, we have Seth Rollins defeat Chad Gable to qualify for the elim- Elimination Chamber match, which is uh, a couple of weeks away um, in Montreal. That's where uh, Austin Theory is going to defend his U.S. title in a six-man Elimination Chamber match, so they're having qualifying matches. Also having the... Um, I don't think it's... Uh, it's the winner faces... Bianca Belair, they're having a women's elimination chamber as well. The winner faces Bianca at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's title. But yeah, for the men's, for the U.S., uh, Seth Rollins defeated Chad Gable to qualify, which, I mean, Seth Rollins and Chad Gable, really fucking good match. You say that? And I do believe that they, they can have a good match at any point ever. But, like, in my head, I'm like, what if, what if, what if they let Chad Gable have this and, like, uh-huh. he ended up Winning the the chamber too. I thought about it. Well, I don't know about winning the chamber, but I thought about him at least like letting him letting him in there. Let let him cook a little bit. But, uh, let him cook. Let him cook. They turned the gas off real quick on him. Um. After this, Eo Sky uh, defeated Candice Lorraine, which was also a really good match. Really good women's action. We love to see it. Uh, after this, Rhea Ripley came out. She was like she revealed who she's gonna face at WrestleMania since she won the Rumble. I really wanted to see Rhea versus Bianca. I thought that would have made the most sense, but she chose Charlotte since... uh, I'm not even going to pretend I didn't. I so 100% felt like she's going to choose Charlotte again, isn't she? Yeah, because she was like, oh, you beat me at that one WrestleMania. I got to get you back. Uh Yeah, it's pretty much... Stop running your ones, bro. Stop it. Just leave it. Yeah. Um... After this, they had another uh, in Elimination Chamber men's qualifying match. Uh, Johnny Gargano took on Baron Corbin, which he won. They also had a spot where Dexter Loomis took a hatchet and he like hit it into a JBL's hat. So uh, that was something. Um, after this, MVP has the VIP lounge with Austin Theory. And then uh, Bobby Lashley comes out. He tries to spear... Austin Theory, and he misses and Spears MVP. I don't know why Bobby Lashley's still in the U.S. title picture. Because um, obviously, Bobby Lashley is like face of company level. Well, he, he he's obviously been having his feud with Brock Lesnar. Why don't we just focus on that? It's like he's worries about the U.S. title, then Brock randomly pops up and costs him the title, and he's like, "Ah, oh, damn it, Brock." Anyways, back to the U.S. title. Oh and, man, I guess I gotta go get my stripey back. Yeah, it's pretty much how it's going. But um, uh, after this, the Miz was in the ring. He was in a suit. He was talking about. He was like, ah, no one had a spot for me last week on Raw. Is thirty? I got a shit number in the Rumble. WWE's out to get me. What the fuck? And then uh, Adam Pearce comes out. He announces the return of a uh, Rick. Boom. Uh, back to uh to WWE, who has left. SmackDown and is now on Raw, and he's also left his guitar and Shinsuke. So no, he's just—he was just there with no guitar or Shinsuke. And, I mean, still charismatic, but we'll yeah. see. Have you ever seen any of his YouTube stuff? I know he's like 
he, he can lift a lot of fucking weight. Oh my god, dude! There's a like, there's a, it's a YouTube channel that he like is frequently on that does like powerlifting stuff, and like he is a freak of nature. <laughs> He's so strong. Yeah, he he is. Dude is like if like. So his build, like he's obviously jacked, but he's like, okay, like he can lift, but like when you actually watch him lift, he is a it's 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 crazy. Yeah. And he also defeated the Miz in this match back. No surprise. Uh after this, uh Becky Lynch uh or Bailey was in the ring, then Becky Lynch comes out and they start getting into a little war on the mic. Uh Bailey says that uh, the only reason Seth Rollins married uh, Becky Lynch is because he knocked her up. Ooh. Which, uh, interesting line to drop. I mean, she's not wrong. But, you know. I'm not, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put that out there. I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're going to have their um, steel cage match next week on Raw, since the, it was supposed to happen on Raw is 30. And it got cut due to a time restraints. So we'll see how that goes. I'm really looking forward to that match. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, after this, they announced more women for the women's chamber. They said uh, Asuka versus, and Asuka, Nikki Cross, Raquel, and Liv Morgan are all announced for the chamber since they were the final final what? five in the women's Could Rumble. you say that again, but slowly? I want to process these people for a second. Asuka? Nikki Cross, okay. Raquel Rodriguez, and Liv Morgan. All right, so uh, weird a group of people, and my, I feel as though I wouldn't have ever expected this group to be the five. Or um, well, I think that's four. I think I miscounted. Yeah, well, it's four. It was it was the, the final four that didn't win the rumble. It was the final five in the rumble since Rhea wins. She gets her shot. But yeah, he was like, oh, y'all were in the match last, kind of close to the end? Sure, we'll throw you in there. And they're also well, having a, a consolation. They're also having a fatal four way next week on Raw to determine yeah. another entrant. It's going to be. Uh, who is it going to be? It's Mia Yim versus um, Candice LeRae and I think Piper Niven and someone else. Oh, Carmella. I think that's the four. Not correct. Also, Jordan, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Dewdrop returned as Piper Niven. She got her fucking name back because Dewdrop's when a you... stupid fucking name. Let Eva Marie go. Jeez. I was not trying to say that word on this show, but they made me do it. <laughs> and also they had uh, Bronson Reed fight Dolph Ziggler and another Elimination Chamber qualifier, which Bronson Reed won. So he's in the U.S. title chamber. So, that's cool. Uh, Seth Rollins, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, the first three men, and Austin Theory, obviously, the fourth. NXT, NXT. First four men to uh, qualify for the um, men's chamber. And then the main event, Cody Rhodes took on Finn Balor, first time ever. And, of course, commentary just had to be like, oh, well, Japan, the whole fucking Bullet club. Yeah. That you you got you guys know that club in Japan? Yeah, that one. The whole fucking time. Oh my! Bullet Club for life. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, yeah, pretty good match, as you can imagine, in the main event. Uh, Edge showed up again to uh, to take everyone out on the Judgment Day. And then Rhea Ripley just started attacking Edge. And then Beth Phoenix came out. And so I guess we're going to continue with this Edge Judgment Day feud, even though it's literally been going on for almost a year at this point. Which I will admit, for for the Fed, I'm kind of proud they let something go a year. Besides Roman. This match would have, or this match, this feud would have ended a long fucking time ago, but Edge is like, let me go disappear for like five months. All right, I'm back. I'm still mad at y'all. And it's, yeah, that, that, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, that was Raw. Pretty good show, honestly. Pretty good action. I, I enjoyed Raw. Can't believe I said that. Uh, NXT. I'm always so reluctant to watch Raw because I haven't liked Raw in so long. Just have that, that PTSD from 2020 run. 2021 oh. Raw. What a bad year. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, getting into NXT um, is you know the go home show for Vengeance Day. So they kind of had a pretty big night of action. They had it opened up with the Creed Brothers taking on uh, Indus Share. Uh, what what what's your name? So that's Veer, who, who who he he was coming to Raw and then he left and now he, he's coming all over NXT. Him and uh, Sangha, who has very big hairy man boobs. You love to see it. Um, <laughs> Also <laughs> that's has, the only way you can be, brother. Yeah. Also has a gender Mahal in their corner. Uh, pretty good tag match. Um, Julius Creed just picked up Veer like a fucking child. Damn it! I'm trying not to say that. He picked him up like a child. Uh, and it was it was cool to see the power of that man. Yeah, pretty good match. The um, with the uh, end of year getting the win over the Creed brothers. Uh, after this, Indy Hartwell took on So We Start. They were both in the Women's Rumble. So they were like, oh, who's the better NXT person? Who's the better loser? Yeah. Exactly. Who lost better? Which, I mean, Zoe Stark was in there for 30 minutes, and Indy was in there for, like, three. So, uh, well, well, that answers the question. Yep. Um, but, yeah, also fine match with uh, Zoe getting the win as well. Uh, after this, I got to say... I, I in the ring, I still don't like Von Wagner, but that man has to be one of the most unintentionally funny wrestlers on the mic. That man is fucking hilarious to watch. Because um Dijak and Wesley were in the ring, they were cutting a promo to build up to their match at Vengeance Day. And Von Wagner comes out with the mic and he's like, Hey Dijak, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside. <laughs> oh. It made me oh, laugh. that's so deeply cringy. Made me, it was the way he said it. It was like, take off, take take off, off your sunglasses. Just, I love that man's voice. I want to, I want to hear him do a podcast. I'd listen. That to man, him. he sounds like he has the whatever the opposite of a lisp is. <laughs> yeah, take those stupid sunglasses off. We're inside. We're inside. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Um, it, anyways, this led to uh, Dijak versus Von Wagner, which uh, Dijak won to uh, build up some momentum going into his match at uh, Vigeon's Day. I'm actually genuinely surprised that like Von Wag- the Von Wagner experiment hasn't failed. I mean, he keeps I... losing. Oh, sh- shit. 
It, <laughs> Never mind. It, yeah, it, it, it has a little bit, but I mean, I'm not down for a Von Wagner push, so I'm very much happy he's losing. I'm always down for a push of a guy who like can take that push, even if it's like not very good, and try their best. Cause I'm like, I, come on, you if even if you knew full well you didn't deserve it, you would have took it. Yeah. Um, and they had uh, Apollo Cruz build up more to their to his match with Carmelo, two out of three falls at um, Vengeance Day. Uh, after that, we had Axiom take on Tyler Bate, and they had a. They had some good ass fucking matches in NXT UK. Uh, if anyone ever wants to check those out, simply imagine him not wearing that mask and think about how much nicer anything he would do. Yeah, would be yeah. like. And and the build of this match was Axiom watching that match on an iPad. He's like, "Wow, I wonder what ever happened to that eight kid guy." Are you serious? Yeah, and then Tyler Bate was like, "I don't know," but you kind of remind me of him. And then Axiom was like, "Yeah, it's the eyes." Very, I hate. I love. That's very, like Batman levels of like. Yeah. Oh, wait, I think I recognize you. Oh, what are you talking about? Who's yeah. me? I recognize the chin. Like, what are you talking about, son? I have a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing glasses, kid. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, this match was really good, as you can imagine. Um, Tyler Bate. They have really good, fucking good chemistry. Um, with uh, Tyler Bate getting the wind as well. And then Damon Kemp, uh, Gail Stevenson's shitty brother, came out and attacked both of them for some reason. So, okay. Um, so, color c- color me as a person who has not been paying attention to the to the product. Like I don't watch the product, Mark. Yep. Uh, what on earth is happening with Gable Stevenson right now? I don't know, but I hope he stays away for reasons I'm not going to say on the podcast. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's basically any time Kurt Angle randomly pops up on SmackDown because they're in Pittsburgh, he brings Gable Stevenson with him like it's his son. Like a couple weeks ago, and it was, oh, it's Kurt Angle's birthday. Gable Stevenson was just fucking there. Here's my no cool reason. black son. Yeah. This has always one. been my black son, not the other one. Yeah. Um, and he's just there. And he's like, oh, yeah, Gable's down at the PC. Remember when he got drafted to Raw and like, 2020 or some shit. They yeah. just never popped up. I sure do. I'd, he's been so like hyped. If this man isn't the best wrestler on God's Green Earth, I'm gonna immediately be like, all right, fuck off, go away. If this guy literally isn't a melanated perk angle, we riot. Yeah. Um after this, they had a Stevie Turner maker entering debut. This is the girl from NXT UK. Who is on NXT now? And her gimmick is that she she's a streamer. She oh that that trash gimmick. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to think that <laughs> she <laughs> that uh, was my intrusive thoughts. When she came out to the ring, they had like a loading screen, and it was like system update. And then she came out, and her her her, her okay, that's pretty hard. Phrase, I can't lie. Her catchphrase is that I'm always two steps or wait two two levels. Above and two steps ahead is what she always says. This man, sounds... <laughs> this man was no, like, I want to hear your roast. This sounds better. Was like, hey, what are those kids? They, uh, what's that thing called? Tweak? Twitch? Twi- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they watch, right? Tout? Yeah. Is it tout? <laughs> <laughs> Twatch? Yeah. Um, that's cool. <laughs> 
man watched like five minutes of Dakota Kai stream and he's like, I know what to do. I get it. I understand the kids. You know, uh, she needs to call her um her fan club uh, tier threes. Oh no, <laughs> that's so cringe. I'm I'm also looking. Where at, are my mods at? I'm looking at the results and it says a chat log from hit from her stream rolled up during her entrance. So okay, that's pretty cool. It it depends if. I would feel like 90% of people find this really fucking on the nose and cringe. Oh, and oh dude, super. It's so like, cringe. If you're like it's under really nine, cringe. Maybe, maybe you're like, oh, that's cool, or whatever, but that this is stupid. Um, My favorite part about it is the things she says sounds like Overwatch 2 lines for D.Va that didn't get in, make it into the game. <laughs> like, that's they sound... Accurate. I I know right. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah. I'm above you and two steps ahead. Uh, after this, uh, Isla Dawn did a ceremony thingy with Alpha Fire to uh, let her go of her ego and be reborn. So I guess they're a tag team now. Okay. Their names do sound like names you would put together for a tag team. Bounded by battle or whatever. I don't know. Uh, after this, uh, Roxanne Perez had uh, like a like a fucking Zoom call or some shit with uh, both members of Toxic Attraction because they're in a triple threat for the women's title on Saturday, um, just to kind of hype up the match and basically Roxanne Perez being like, ha, ha, "I was in the Rumble this Saturday. Wow, what a good time!" And Toxic Attraction was like, "No one fucking cares, bitch. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Anyways, this Saturday we're gonna beat you. And uh, and yeah. And um, and then Roxanne Perez was w- like walked off set and then ran into their frame and was beating them up. Always love when they do that. Um, uh, they they hyped up the women's tag title match, the Fallon Henley and Kiana James, the people who were fighting over the bar, for a tag team now. Yeah, uh, they're gonna fight yeah. for the women's tag titles at uh the the takeover. Cool. Uh, up next, uh, in a match that I would have much rather seen on the takeover to see it get the spotlight, uh, Drew Gulak took on Charlie Dempsey. Uh, very good technical submission wrestling, as you can imagine. It's literally Drew Gulak versus William Regal's son. So you could it's also. It's like wrestling fights grappling. Yeah, so pretty, pretty good. Pretty good match. Um, some great uh, technical wrestling there with uh, Drew, Drew Gulak in the win. It's nice to see that. Drew Gulak almost loses every time he's ever on TV. So shout out him for getting a win. Uh, after this, there was a three-way. Uh, the winner, three-way tag team match. The winner gets the fourth slot in the four-way tag team title match at the pay-per-view. It's uh. The Dyad taking on Malik Blade and Idris Sanofe and uh, Chase U. Winner, yeah, gets the fourth slot. As I mentioned, uh, I think Andre Chase is from Charlotte, North Carolina, which is where Vengeance Day is Saturday. So, like, in kayfabe, that's where Chase University is in Charlotte, I guess. So they had Chase U win this to, to get on the card for Saturday. So that's cool, I guess. 
And then they ended the show with just a, a little video package type of the pay-per-view. But yeah, uh, that was NXT. Cool. Very, uh, very hype for Saturday. Okay, getting into AEW Dynamite. Uh, so it opened All the show right. with uh, Hangman Adam Page taking on John Moxley. This is their rubber match. The third one they've had with the, uh, I mean, hard hitting shit as you can imagine. John Moxley literally starts bleeding in the first like three minutes or something like that. That's exaggerating. It's like the first seven minutes, but still, it's not long at all. And, that's they, just they, four more minutes, so it's good enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, the camera also put the directly on him with the blade in his hand cutting. So yeah. shout out camera guy for that. Um, he also, uh, John Moxley, he makes his entrance through the crowd. He he came out there with his dad because they were in Ohio. I'm honestly surprised John Moxley knows his dad, but that's what? true. Um, you know, I want to be angry at you, but his life is so hectic, you're not even wrong. Well, he, he, I mean, John Moxley's backstory is like, oh, yeah, growing up on the slumps of Cincinnati, talking about his, his mom who did drugs and stuff. So I'm surprised he, he knows that. That's so all I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty good hard-hitting match. Uh, blood, as I mentioned. Um, also, I, I watched it. I can't. There's no denying it. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. I can't. Logan Paul has a better buckshot lariat than Hangman. <laughs> yeah. And I, I I hate it. Like it's I like, hate to say it. It's like Logan. He like gets so much snap off of it. Yeah. It, it's it's it because clean. it's because when Hangman does his and he gets into the ring, he walks and then does the clothesline. So he kind of stops his own momentum. Logan yeah. just gets in the ring and then jumps. Like, he doesn't walk and stop his momentum. So that's why it looks so much cooler. So. I also feel like the fact that Logan's body is, like, so long and slender, he, like, it, it's, like, it looks smoother just because there's more of him that's moving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, still a pretty good match with uh, Hangman kind of getting him into a tight little little roll-up sort of thing. So definitely the feud isn't over between uh, these two. Hopefully it goes to a revolution, which I imagine it would. Uh, up next, the Acclaimed uh, beat some jobbers. Cool. And then yeah. uh, the guns come out, and I already hated on this last week. Um, how I'm not a fan of this, because we just had this fucking storyline three months ago or so. Uh, but they're doing it again. Yep, uh, titles are on the line. This this upcoming dynamite, cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> after this, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita takes on Brian Cage. Pretty good match. Um, Brian Cage's contract apparently is running up, so people are like, "Oh, AW needs to sign him immediately. Resign him. Resign nah. him." He also has. He also has one of the Ring of Honor championships. He's a six-man champion right now, so I think if he doesn't re-sign, they'll have to... But he's probably... I mean, I don't know if Ring of Honor people have separate contracts or how that works, but I would imagine he just goes to uh, to there, because apparently their TV deal is getting closer and closer. 
to um, actually go into effect. Also, I would very much like to see uh, what ROH on TV ends up being. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. They do actually get that out there. Also, yeah, nice to get, nice to see uh, Takeshita get a win on television. Says that doesn't happen. Like it's a big name. Also, uh, they announced <laughs> they announced this for next week. I gotta explain this one to you, Jordan. Uh, Ricky Starks, who beat Chris Jericho clean as a fucking whistle a couple weeks ago, wants a rematch for some reason. I mean, you oh. beat him, but that's because he lost a tag match last week. But you already beat him. Who cares? Anyways. He got uh, the dub completely clean. Why, why even? He he wants a rematch so bad. They um they announced the Sammy Guevara, Daniel Garcia gauntlet. The Garcia Guevara gauntlet. Haha, <laughs> alliteration. Um, basically, Ricky Starks has to beat Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Cool. That totally isn't going to happen. Wink, wink. Um, if he gets through him, he has to beat Daddy Magic, Matt Menard. No way he's getting past him. Uh, oh, this god is fucking violent. If he gets past Daddy Magic, he gets to face either Garcia or Guevara. Oh no, he doesn't know. What's going to happen there? Um, and then if he gets past... one handicap match, perfect. Yeah, if he gets past uh, those guys, then uh, then he gets his match with Chris Jericho. Wow, cool, yay. Totally, uh, what what could happen? I, I like how they basically just said, "Do you really? Do you want to see Ricky Starks have like six wins on added to his record?" Pretty much. Uh, after this, they had a uh, Brian Danielson take on Timothy Thatcher. Uh, more submission wrestling, good shit. Um, Hate I missed it, but I'm honestly just gonna watch the highlights of it anyway. I, I, I still, every time I look at Timothy Thatcher, how in the blue fuck is this man? From like Sacramento or whatever the fuck, I don't know. All, I mean, his teeth are fucked up. He has to be British. He and, was in Imperium before it was Imperium. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ring Conf or whatever. Yes. Um. Yeah, but yeah, pretty good technical match uh, with Brian Danielson uh, having his arm targeted, and then uh, does overcome the odds and gets the win over uh, Toothless Timmy. So. Nice to see that. Uh, then they uh, cut to the back. They have MJF and Takeshita brawling outside because uh, after the Danielson match, MJF was going to go beat the shit out of Danielson. Takeshita chases him into the back. They're brawling. And then uh, Tony Khan reveals um, MJF is going to take on Kanosuke Takeshita next week, one-on-one. So that's going to be a good-ass match. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Sounds like it's gonna be pretty. I feel like somebody on the internet somewhere is pissed about it, but honestly, that sounds like a five star classic to me. Yep. Um. Also, they revealed uh, Brian Danielson's gonna take on Roosh next week. That's gonna go hard as well. Someone who's kind of an unsung hero of AEW right now. It's been doing good shit. Uh, Jade Cargill defends her TBS championship against Red Velvet. If she wins this match, she goes to fifty and zero. Which she did, so no, yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, um, 
I mean, I just think it, it was supposed to be Chris Statlander to beat Jade Cargill. And then Chris Statlander's knee exploded for like the 50th time. And she, she should get a new one. Yeah. She, she got hurt, unfortunately. Um, and she's still rehabbing. So I just think it's whenever she comes back, she'll be Jade. But until then, Jade's just going to keep fucking winning. So I mean, it makes her look better in the long run, technically. So Yeah. Um, also had the uh, No Holds Barred match and for the main event for the TNT Championship. Um, the champion Darby Allen defending against Samoa Joe. And people are saying, like, for someone who people have been like, oh my god, Samoa Joe, he's so old. He's washed. Not good as he used to be. Darby Allen has brought out, like, the fucking, like, beast in Samoa Joe once again. Because these matches have been killer. Um... As you can imagine, with this shit being pretty fucking brutal. Um, oh, yeah. Darby yeah. Allen has his own clothing brand. He had one of his hoodies, and then he put thumbtacks all over it. So that was creative to get, get a little little product placement. And then just Buy like, my hoodie at Hot Topic for 50 bucks, <laughs> and he just does a coffin <laughs> drop in it. Yeah, like the first thing he did was he had his hoodie on. He just runs at Samoa Joe back first with his fucking thumbtack <laughs> hoodie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, this was a really good match, uh, with like hella fucking spots. There was a spot where they were fighting up in the crowd and Samoa Joe like slammed Darby on the, um, on the, the little guardrail up there in the crowd. And some people got like PTSD to when Samoa yeah. Joe did that spot on Sting. The st- I literally could see that in my head. I'm like, please God, tell me he didn't die. The stupidest, most unnecessary bump I've ever oh, seen. Oh, it's so bad. It th- that was the least necessary. That is one of the least necessary bumps I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. It ended with um. Darby Allen pulling up the like half of the ring, one big corner of the ring, to expose the wooden planks, and then um. Smojo hit the muscle buster. On on the fucking planks, so that fucking hurt. Um, apparently Darby Allen uh, lost the title to go film some show that's called like Darby's Day Off, kind of like a Jackass oh, show. Well, so that'll be fucking crazy whenever that goes out. But, I mean, what a way to fucking go out to have such a violent match. It's like, all right, you show up to your to your show. It's like, all right, I'm ready to ready yes. to show up. <laughs> what does that show like? It's supposed to be like jackass. Is he gonna be like? Is it like gonna be like just a camera and like Darby's gonna be like, hey, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into this pool of snakes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh is it just jackass meets Chris Angel? Probably. Oh I, I don't. I I follow Darby on Instagram and he always posts shit on his story that's like him doing stunts on his fucking days off at home. So it's accurate. He's gonna have a continu- I... continuous cam shot. Just all right, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in this pool of snakes. I'm also gonna uh, pull a rabbit out of a hat. Watch this. <laughs> you, you sound like a uh, like superhuman. That that fucking guy. Y'all know I love about. superhuman. Yeah. Fuck oh, this shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's Darby Dude, Allen. superhuman literally became a champion in an indie promotion. I'm, I'm, I don't doubt it. Also, it, I, I would like to see Darby show up to his 
his show where he's already obviously going to be very much hurt with like already in a full body cast from his fucking match with Joe. Uh, oh, he has to sell it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, new TNT champion Samoa Joe regaining the title. And then, um, Wardlow, uh, returned, showed up, um, to confront Joe. So it looks like they're going to continue that little rivalry. Um, but yeah, pretty good show, uh, Dynamite, and pretty good, like, shows all throughout the week with the Rumble and everything. Good shit all around. Um, but yeah, that's it for, uh, the week in wrestling. Um, if you guys want, we can do the wrestler of the week and then get into the predictions um, for Vengeance Day if y'all want. Um, I, I feel like this week, wrestler of the week, just isn't even necessary. We just had a fuck the Rumble. Yeah, I mean, we we you kind of know who like the people who it's gonna go to. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, just for me personally, I'll give a quick shout out to uh, like I mentioned, fucking Samoa Joe for like fucking revitalizing his career in AEW because he's had some really fucking good matches since he's been out like kind of doing some of his best shit in his old age. I just so, wish AEW was around like 10 years ago. Yeah. And also um I don't remember what else I was going to say. Oh yeah, I was going to say uh kind of like an honorary mention to um Jay Lethal for as I mentioned like doing the uh six man tag with uh, Dan Hassan and the funny shit back to back with the, the obviously very emotional match with uh, Mark Briscoe last week. So, shout out uh, to uh, him for that. I'd say you should also give a shout out to Walter for like being uh, yeah. five minutes from being like the top guy in Rumble yeah. history. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Walter as well because I mean, dude, like, the dude got leaned and obviously that helped him in the match. You know, started off as number one, was the final two with Cody. So, you he think Chunky even... Walter could have did it? Maybe yeah. like that that man would have had the Gatorade symbol. Like, <laughs> he <would've... laughs> my man would have been cold. <laughs> he would have been that dude. I don't know. Like, I think he could have done it as the Chunky Walter, but <laughs> I think he would have needed more rest spots. Yeah, <laughs> he's um yeah because that man was not like. He was not just on the on the ground clinging to the rope the entire match. Like that man took a took a guitar shot from Elias that looked brutal as fuck. He he had the final stretch with Cody. He was eliminating people. That man was doing shit the whole time too. You know what? Yeah. I have a new dream. I want to be the longest lasting member of Joey Janela's clusterfuck. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that because it's so. I I want to start at one and win. I think Joey Janela got himself got close last year, so we'll, we'll I see. saw and I want to do it. I fuck Joey Janela. Um, yeah. Also, I mean that 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 brings up himself. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, Jordan, but Kota Ibushi making yes. his return oh, yeah. professional wrestling. Not, yes, not uh returning to New Japan. Not coming to the to WWE, not debuting in AEW. This man is returning to his very long hiatus uh, from professional wrestling. I mean, not like years, but a good amount of time to GCW of all places. So shout out to uh, to Joey Janela, to Brett Lauderdale for having that bag ready to be like, Coda, Coda, come here, come here. We got you, we got you. How much you want? 
Come to America, please. We have money. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, he's been announced for, for Mania Weekend for GCW, um, Bloodsport, um, Joe Janela Spring Break, and the match that they announced for Bloodsport that I am so looking forward to, Kota Ibushi versus Speedball Mike Bailey. That shit is going to go fucking crazy. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. Um, but yeah, Kota Ibushi announcing his return to uh, to GCW. So we'll see uh, where he goes from there also. But um, yeah. Uh, Charles sent me his uh, wrestler of the week as well. Uh, I know he wanted to give an honorary shout out to uh, Lanny Poffo, who um, passed away this past this past week a couple days ago. Oh no! I didn't even know that. Yeah, um, known as a genius and WWE, also younger brother of a macho man himself. Do regular people know Lanny Poffley? Or or is that like a I mega would, wrestling? I wouldn't guess so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame them if they didn't know who that was. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's like no fault of his own. It's not like he was a bad wrestler or even a bad promo guy. He just wasn't his brother. Yeah, I mean, if if, if your brother's Randy Savage, it's, it's, it's pretty got, hard yeah, it's to be better. Hard to be like, hey guys, I'm good too. <laughs> I'm. I will admit. He man, that man has the night, the sweetest big brother in wrestling history. My man said, "I'm not going anywhere unless my little brother gets a bag too." Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was uh Charles's uh honorary mention for us of the week. Uh, his actual one, um, was um, Sami Zayn for uh, his performance at the end of the um, Royal Rumble, um, turning on Roman Reigns. Given the whole callback to his, his his stuff with the shield, with him being betrayed, so through that performance alone, it's uh, Charles Wrestler of the Week. So that's that. Um, but yeah, trans- transferring into um, the predictions for NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. Go ahead and get into it. Um, Hezzy, you wanna you wanna get into the card? Oh, okay. I got this. <clears throat> All right. First off, we have a match for the NXT Championship. You know, champion Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller in a steel cage. Can't escape from that thing, man. Just two two boys in a cage. All right. Boys being bros. <laughs> then we have a triple threat match. For the NXT Women's Championship, we have the champion, Roxas Roxanne Perez versus two halves of Toxic Traction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Then we have a match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. We have the New Day versus Gallus, Pretty Deadly, and Chase U. Next, we have the NXT North American Championship. We have Wesley versus Dijak. With his stupid sunglasses. Yeah, don't forget that part. And then we have two out of three falls match. We have Apollo Crews versus Carmelo Hayes. Match of the night. And then, last but not least, we have a championship. We have a match 
for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, we have Katana Chance and Kaden Carter versus Kiana James and Fallon Henry. Yep. Kind of a random one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the card. Um, you want to just pick a match and we'll go through, give our predictions like that. Uh, you just go to the top, honestly, just like we always do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the NXT Championship match. All right. Uh, Braun Breaker uh, versus Grayson Waller in Steel Cage, like you mentioned. Um, I got Carter, Kobe, and Charles. They all got their predictions to me, so I'll go ahead and say what they have. Uh, Charles has Braun Breaker. <laughs> he says Braun Breaker's retains, and he puts in parentheses, who the fuck is going to beat him at this point? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, <laughs> Kobe has uh, Braun Breaker retaining, and um, Carter also has Braun Breaker retaining. Um, that's going to be my pick, too. I'm not, I'll put this out there. I very much would not mind seeing Grayson Waller as champ um, at some point in the future, because he's like got hella fucking he, those heel tactics down. He's getting better in the ring. He's really good good talent all around. Um, yeah, I think Braun Breaker's too, too unstoppable right now to lose to a Grayson Waller, so I'm going to take Braun also. Uh, yeah, you guys I, got. I had Braun Breaker winning. Right. Mm, so did I, but now I'm thinking maybe I should be the odd one again. I do need some dubs, but I, but I feel like it's safe to say that Braun Breaker is gonna win. Yeah. Is this like I don't I don't feel like he's gonna be called up anytime soon. He's, true. Yeah. Also true. Yeah, it's true. Too much of a good run as champion. Yeah, and Waller's been in an NXT longer, so if he was getting the call up soon, it'd probably be him because he's like had matches with AJ Styles and shit. So they obviously see something in him. True. Um, but uh, what match you got next? Uh, we have the triple threat for the NXT Women's: uh, Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. All right. Uh. I personally gonna take Roxanne Perez because I feel like any single time ever where you face like two halves of a tag team in a like fatal four way or triple threat or whatever, no that like like they eliminate each other. <laughs> no one from that yeah. team is they're gonna do the same thing where they, they team up on Roxanne and they're gonna be like one of them's gonna go for the pin and they're gonna be like, What the fuck? I was gonna win and then the other one's gonna go for the pin and they're gonna do yeah. the thing where they fight. And then Roxanne Perez is gonna gonna pin one of them. So uh, I, I got Roxanne winning. Carter has Roxanne winning. Um, Kobe has Roxanne winning and retaining. Charles has Roxanne winning as well. I'm pretty sure if I can find it. Yeah, he says, and he also put in parentheses. I'm actually really looking forward to that match. The build with Toxic Attraction has been great. So <laughs> shout out NXT. You get you get a get good thumbs up from Charles. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, almost like you, you can't go with anyone but Roxanne because, I mean, in my opinion, I can't see like the other two being champion. Like, maybe yeah. maybe Gigi, but like Roxanne, she's kind of, I think she's like kind of has like that it factor when it comes to championships. Yeah, I think they're gonna 
they're going to toxic attraction are probably going to get the call up soon because outside of damage control, there's not a whole lot of fucking tag teams as as if this has ever been a constant, like having tag teams for your belts. But um, yeah, I, I think they'll get called up eventually. And Roxanne Perez like just won the title not too long ago. So, yeah, uh, Jordan, you have you have. I'm not I'm not voting against the, the crowd on this one either. It literally it's it's how these matches just work. So I, I'm with y'all. Yep, retaining uh, Roxanne. Um, all right, Hezzy, what you got next? All right, we have. The tag team championships, we have the New Day versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly versus Chase U. Okay. And this one, four-way. For uh, four teams fighting for the titles. So this is probably where all of us are going to split, take sides, if I had to imagine. Um, for who's having who. Um, I feel like the New Day are, are a team that, that win uh, tag team titles a lot. And outside of that one reign where they had them for, like, over a year, they don't really hold them a lot, often, very long. They usually just win them and lose them. That's why they, they're like, oh, we've won the, we won the titles, like, 17 fucking times or whatever. Yeah, it's because y'all always, like, never hang on to them for that long. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think they should give them back to Pretty Deadly. I really don't think they should have taken them off. Over them to begin with. Um, so that's who I'm going to have. Pretty deadly winning. Um, probably like pinning Chase U or someone. Because um, like. That doesn't hurt the new day. If someone else gets pinned. It's kind of the point of having so many teams. Yeah. So uh, I think they'll put them back. On uh, pretty deadly. Also. Um, Gallus. It's just Mark Coffee and Wolfgang. I don't know where Cho Coffee is. That, that man hasn't. <laughs> that man must be having some visa issues or something. That man has I was wondering been. about that. Cause like I've never heard you mention him on any of these shows and I and I know that he's Well, I know he's a part of Gatlas. Yeah. Um it's just Markoff and Wolfgang are the only two that have been on uh, NXT lately. So Um but yeah, uh, let me see what Charles Carter and uh, Kobe have. All right, Charles has a pretty deadly winning like me. He said, I would love, in all caps, so much if Chase U won, but I know they won't. So, Charles, resident Chase U guy like me, going pretty deadly. Um, Kobe also has pretty deadly. Maybe. Oh my know. God, are you serious? Um, Carter has Gallus. So, he's, he's got someone different, at least. Taking a. Uh, Taking the Gallus boys on top, as they like to say. So, um, uh, Hezzy, who you got? Man, it's like, so it's always a, it's a roll, roll of dice with these multiple people matches because yep. there's four teams. And if my math is correct, I have a 22 and a two chance. Of winning. Um, but it's like I kinda I kinda wanna go with with Pretty Deadly as well. Cause I wanna mm-hmm. see like 
them take another pick in bed with the titles. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I love me some Pretty Deadly. They're very and entertaining. And it's like, with New Day, I think I think they just had the title just be like, hey, we won the NXT belts. Okay, then yeah, here we go. That, that, like, that was really it. They were just to be like, oh, yeah, we've won on all three brands. Yeah, look at us. And, and, plus, I, and plus, I think, um, I don't know how close or how close Biggie is to like fully recovering, but I have a feeling like they're going to like regroup back on the on the main roster pretty soon. So, yeah, I don't, it, yeah, I don't know if his neck is fully like, you know, healed. I don't know if they ever found his neck, but I, I really hope they did. Yeah, but I, I think it's like. I think it's time for New Day to get back on the main roster because and I have to see it, so I'm going with Pretty Deadly. Also, Jordan. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I I always ask this. Did you see the Rumble like highlights or anything? I only know about uh, a handful of moments. So basically, I'm just gonna tell you no. All right. Kofi Kingston fucked up his spot two years in a row. Um, I, I already fucked it up this year. Oh wait, yes, I did. I saw. It. Never mind. So rest in peace, Kofi. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, that's sad. <laughs> last year was so tragic. I remember it so well. Okay, last year he did the thing where he was supposed to to to, to put his feet on the barricade, which he did. He did the spot right. It was just he had so much momentum, his feet hit for like a second. Yeah, this his year, toes clapped the ground. Gunther pushed him off the apron so hard. Uh, he was supposed to land on the chair, and Kofi landed on the chair, and it just fell over, and he just like collapsed on the floor. So, I, I saw a picture of Kofi Kingston, like it was like a black and white picture of Kofi Kingston upside down on a chair. And I was just like, yeah, okay, I, I know what happened here. Um, rest in peace, Kofi. Um, but yeah, uh, Jordan, what what are you got for the tag titles. I, this is one where I'm like, or oh, for one, I just can't foresee them putting it on Gallus. And it appears that Chase U is simply there to take the pin. I mean, hey, I, I mentioned earlier, kind of the, the home hometown advantage, kind of, I think. Because yeah. Andre Chase, universities, it's kayfabe in, uh, in Charlotte, I think. I'm correct. I don't know. If, I want to. If, if, if I if I were you and I was doing the whole oh well I'm gonna pick what everyone else pick I would do a chase you because no or new day no one's picked them. But I don't want them to win. <laughs> oh, me neither. <laughs> That's why it's really in the first place. That is also true. Also, hang on, hang on, hang on, because. Booker T, I don't for I don't know if y'all like I actually watched NXT week in week out. He every time the, the New Day pops up on screen, he's like, "Oh, these fucking guys again," because he's like, he's like the New Day are just here. They're taking a spot from the young talent that could have those NXT titles. And I'm like, Booker T, speaking facts, straight facts, but you're a hypocrite because you took a spot from someone on NXT in the Rumble with your old ass coming out. Last and that two is seconds, a good point. Getting thrown out by Gunther, so shut your ass up. 
that's all I want to say. Oh, man. Yeah. I was pissed. Shucky duck to that. Yeah. Any, anyways. Oh. So, how long, how long has the New Day been champion? They won it at Deadline, which was... That was the one where Kobe won his title back. That was in December. It was like December something teenth. Okay, so like a month and like some change. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because at first, at first, not gonna lie, I had New Day winning, but I was like, bro, like they already won the titles. They like they don't really like they're just just be defending it against young talent. So. You're just gonna beat up the young kids. Yeah, so wait, Jordan, who did you say? Uh okay. Uh it's not gonna be the new day. I, I, I feel that. But and I don't think it's gonna be Gallus. Fuck it. You know what? I'm purely on the fact that I need to win and just picking what everybody else is picking isn't going to work. Maybe I'll just give it to Chase U like Charles does. <laughs> Hell yeah. You'll love to see it. Going off of vibes. Alright. Um, Hezzy, what's, what's the next one? Next, we have another like, kind of you know, like 50-50 we have um, the North American Championship. We have Wesley versus Dijak. All right, this is about this is the one that I'm like most conflicted on in the yeah. show because yeah. they always do the story with Wesley where they're like, "Oh, he had such a terrible year" because you know the stuff with Nash Carter and uh, and he won the NXT title back at Halloween Havoc, I believe. So he hasn't had the belt for like terribly long, but Dijak. I feel like needs some retribution. Uh, no, I didn't even mean to say that. Oh my god! I see what you did there. I, mean <laughs> I said it. I, oh, it oh, I hope that. he gets this Mason a T bar. Yeah, I, a little aha moment. Anyways, yeah, nah, he needs some revenge, or whatever. After uh, being uh, I see so what bad. you did there because it's called vengeance. <laughs> Be, he needs, it looks like he's over the edge right now. Basically, he's mad uh, for being mistreated for so many years, uh, where he was called fucking T Bar. Um, and so I feel Not like they, they gotta write, since Trips is back in charge, he's got to right that wrong. Uh, maybe by putting the belts on him. Uh, and Wesley can. Can can go maybe you can go after Braun. I wouldn't mind seeing that doing yeah. doing something. I mean Wesley, I feel like has a pretty high ceiling. He's pretty talented. Um, I'll take Dijak. Just uh, I think seeing him as a big monster champion uh, as a heel would be a nice change of pace. Um, so I'll take Dijak. Uh, let's see who the boys have. Um, Go with Charles. Charles, what do you have? This man says, um, Wesley. Wesley retaining. Uh, Kobe says, Dijak. Already, already got some, uh, spreading the love around. Carter has Dijak too. So, looks like Dijak's got the majority with uh, Charles, uh, taking Wesley for now. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, you all have. Honestly, I'm just happy that it, that he's not in retribution or wearing a goofy mask or hanging or hanging out with uh, Dio Madden. So honestly, just I hope he. I just hope to God he wins. Shout out you for remembering his name. I'm impressed. <laughs> I I know my wrestlers when I'm actually watching actively. That's fair. Um, yeah, Jordan, who you got? I dude, I pray to God they let that it, it's Dijak. I can't let him have it, please. I want him to win. <laughs> I don't need. I I'm going to go manifest that dub and hope it works. All right. Uh, has you 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 yeah. go So I mean you. I I just feel like you can't give this man an entirely new gimmick. Like like this man is like basically the Terminator now, mm-hmm. or like a cop or whatever he is, because he has like the the when his like song hits, he has like the cell door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like he's like he's like checking in on. He's like hey hey MA four o four A B. It's time to lights out. Like so, uh, I I guess I'm gonna go with Dijak because I mean. Dude, he he deserves more. Like, and I don't, I just don't see him with like this gimmick, and I'll, I don't see him like losing like this big of a match. Yeah, he's the prototype. Yeah. All right. Well, Charles, you're in the minority, bud. All right. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> All right. Next, we have the two out of three falls match. We have Apollo Cruz versus Carmelo Hayes. Um. Yeah, like I mentioned, when you're kind of going through earlier. Uh, I think this will be match of the night. I mean, I feel like any two out of three falls match is usually match of the night, unless yeah. it just goes two falls zilch, which is dumb when they do that. I also feel like we're all like Carmelo meat riders. So. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, rightfully so. Still pissed he wasn't in the Rumble at Booker T. I actually genuinely thought he would be. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I know. I think most people did. I thought it was um, so obvious that I didn't even make him a guest to be in it. Like, that's all obvious. Yeah. I know I know a lot of us had... Uh, I don't know. If, I don't remember who. But I know I and probably some other people had uh, Carmelo Hayes winning the... Uh, what the f- what was that match called? The Iron Survivor back at a deadline. They introduced that. Um, and then oh, Grayson yeah, Waller won. Match. Yeah, and then Grayson Waller won, which I mean, still like wouldn't mind seeing him as champ. And you know, that's that's how he's number one contender for winning that. But uh, I feel like Carmelo Hayes like had a lot of momentum going into that match, and it just kind of went flat because y'all y'all picked Grayson. Which I mean, again, that's fine. But it's like Carmelo, he he's not the eight champ, doesn't have the North American title anymore. Um, and he's just been kind of doing whatever, like, uh, having matches with Apollo Crews with Axiom, which I mean, is fine, but I feel like he had a a lot of momentum and it just kind of derailed for a little bit. So I feel like Braun's going to retain after Grace and then hopefully, hopefully at an ABF stand and deliver in front of that big stage, we'll get, uh, Braun versus Carmelo. Hoping we finally get that. So I feel like that's what they've been building to. Um, but all of that aside, um, I'm going to take Carmelo, <laughs> basically, because, like I said, 
uh, his momentum has uh, really derailed, and hopefully he can start that up by getting uh, a big win over Apollo Crews. So I believe that Mello is money. Yep, Mello don't miss. I don't know about that, but I do believe he's money. That's what he says. I know what he says. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> uh, well, who you got, Jordan? Oh, dude, I believe, like, Mello is money. I believe, I hope. Honestly, I, mm, I just can't foresee Apollo Crews winning in my head. Because I'm just like, even, in my head, I'm like, it's McMain roster guy coming back. Even even though he did, he wasn't just like phenomenal on the main roster. I I I feel like they're gonna give it to like the young new guy, who with all this upside. Also, it's, it's, it just makes sense, young 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 boy. The reason this is two out of uh, three falls is because um, a couple weeks ago, um, Apollo pinned uh, Carmelo in a tag match, so technically they do have both a fall over one another. That's why it's All that. Right. Also, I looked through both uh, Kobe, uh, Carter, and Charles all have uh, Carmelo as well. And Charles said uh, Carmelo wins two to one, as uh, which I feel like is you know how that's going to go. Yeah, about, yeah. I say that's how you win. I've only uh, ever seen <laughs> one two out of three falls match where it didn't go two to one. It was two and zero, oh, and it was in um. It was actually in NX old NXT. It was uh Adam Rose before he was Adam Rose. Leo, uh, Leo Kruger. Yep. I think That's it's, weird. it's like all like it's like all these matches kinda like they kinda have to go to like a to a game seven gimmick. Like, because yeah. it just make, just makes sense. It's like all right. they, they both have a ball. I will say I would love to see it. I can't think of one time it went to Zilch, and this pissed me off because I was really hyped for this match. It was Hell in a Cell either, I think it was Hell in a Cell 2014, I think. It was Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro, and I don't remember which one. I think it was Dolph, and Dolph won 2-0, like Cesaro didn't give a fall, and I was like, okay, fuck off, and that made me mad. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, uh, everyone has Carmelo, or Hezzy, did you pick Carmelo also? Yeah, because I mean, like at this point, like I didn't think like he's gonna win and he might get a title shot or he might just get called up and I'll like keep have him like have some you know, some shine going, which either either way. Yeah. Alright, uh this is the tag women's tag titles at the last match. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's um, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, the longest reigning uh, NXT women's tag team champs, defending against uh, Katana. Or I just said that. Uh, going against uh, Kiana James, that's what I was trying to say, and um, Fallon Inley. <laughs> Jordan, if you don't know who either of those people are, I would not blame you in the slightest. I. Fucking eyes glazed over. I didn't even like you were. You just said syllables to me. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Katana Chance and Caden Carter, because um, I know who they are. Yeah, literally, like them, because I I've heard their name. And like I said, they they've held on to those straps for a good hot minute. So hopefully they keep hanging on to them. And yeah, 
they do lose probably to an actual like team that's not just randomly thrown together like uh those two so yeah also charles has them retaining i think yes he has them retaining kobe has them retaining and carter also has them retaining so yep uh as you got i have uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. I don't see them losing to a tag team. I was just like slapped together. <laughs> yeah, it it was one of those classic. Uh, they were feuding, and then they kind of became friends for like they showed the lit just the tiniest hint of friendship, and they're like, "All right, y'all are a tag team." That's how that works. Gonna see if they can coexist. Everyone's favorite storyline. Um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. Like I said, it's the first big takeover outside of Orlando on its standalone stage um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's going to be cool. Um, yeah, uh, no rest for the weary as he defending yeah, the title. I mean, game. you know, hopefully after this one, I have like a three month break or something. Because <laughs> this is, this is, it's, it's, it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> All right, it's getting ridiculous. I can't be a champion under these circumstances. I I cannot. This is, this is, this is tomfoolery. This it feels like <laughs> I'm, I'm being had. I'm being led astray, misguided, everything. Uh, you've been speckledorfed. <laughs> yes. Let me see. Okay, so opinion stays February fourth. Uh, elimination chamber is February eighteenth. So you get a two-week break. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not a month off, but it's oh yeah, and, and, and if it's like GCW, <laughs> it should count. I'm not gonna count GCW because they do not do storytelling. Okay, okay, and, okay. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. We should do mid-card titles for stuff that doesn't count. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm tempted for all right. Uh, I mean, who? <laughs> All right, who's watching Impact this week? Start searching uh, crap like that. You know, the their pay per views are normally really good. He, that, that Jordan's just going to be the only one watching, so he's going to be the champ by default. <laughs> Eight hundred days, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that was our predictions, and um, that that was uh, that was the show. Um, Tune in next week to see who walks out of Vengeance Day still still champion. Um, still champion? Yeah, see if, see if Hezzy could uh, hold on to that strap just a little bit longer. On yeah. the road, a Russell. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. This is the W.O. Very savory.